Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and hopefully Twitter soon. Also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok. I thank our sponsors because they truly uh, do make everything happen for our show and our business, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the Pulse of Fitness. One 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your car buying process by checking out wilsoncountyhyundai.com or see them in Lebanon. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, uh, we knew Julio Jones would be out on the practice field yesterday uh, because on Monday the Titans designated him to return from injury reserve. Now, as we all understand, we know how IR works uh, in these COVID years of uh, the NFL is that uh, the Titans designate him to return, which means he has a 21-day practice window for him to be activated to the roster. And so the Titans have been doing those type of moves, activating them to the roster, usually on Friday or Saturday before a game. So we might go through this entire week with Julio Jones not yet activated from IR, but we did see him on the practice field. So before we dive into Julio Jones, there were guys who did not practice yesterday, and that was Tommy Hudson, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, David Long again out with a hamstring. Elijah Molden did not practice with a hip. Tier Tart did not practice with an ankle. Danico Autry and Harold Landry were limited, but not listed on that injury report because he's still on IR was Julio Jones. So we don't know if he was a full participant or not, but it was good to see uh, Rashawn Evans and Nate Davis, both full participants yesterday, as well as Jeremy McNichols and Greg Maben and Ola Daney. So guys are full participants yesterday. So they're getting back, right? So now let's talk about Julio Jones because we we shared this everywhere we possibly could have shared it. And he got thousands and thousands of views of Julio Jones returning to Titans practice for the first time since he played on Sunday Night Football against the LA Rams. So how did Julio Jones look at Titans practice yesterday? We're going to play this video a couple times. It's about 38 seconds of several Julio practice reps, Zach. But we're all going to be able to... Uh, Say for ourselves how we think Julio looked. Well, and and for Julio, you know, Ryan Tannehill, whether he plays this week and how he plays is important, but it's important for the Titans the rest of the football season to now start winning games. You know, the 13 points per game has got to be a thing in the past, and they got to start turning it on, and we got to start to see a Titans team Obviously, without Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, they're two key weapons that have been most reliable and comfortable with Tannehill up to this point. They're not going to have them. But here's the key, because there's a log jam in the AFC. We talked about this earlier this week. There's four, eight, and four teams. You've got the Pats, the Titans, the Ravers, and the Chiefs. The good thing is the Titans have the tiebreak over the Chiefs. The reason why the Titans have the tiebreak over the Ravens, they don't over the Pats because they lost to New England, but it's because it's based on win percentage in conference games. If you look at the Titans' schedule, if they've got five games left. Four out of those five are against AFC opponents. 
So you got to win these games, including Jacksonville this week, to keep that tie break over Baltimore. That's key because if you win all of those AFC games, if you win four out of five and you drop Thursday night before Christmas to the 49ers, you can still have that tie break over the the Baltimore Ravens, and you already have it over the Chiefs. You already have it over the Bills. The Pats are an outlier that we'll see. But getting Julio Jones back, you got to score points. They've struggled to score points consistently. They've had good, like, flash-in-the-pan plays. The Nick Westbrook-Ikina down the middle of the seam, that was a good play. They had... Hilliard run for all those yards. Foreman with a 31-yard game, but then fumbled. This is now the trying time of what the AFC is going to become over the next five weeks. Very important to get your players back for this stretch, including Julio Jones. Yeah, so all right, here's our first shot uh, at watching the Julio Jones practice video compilation via Luke Warsham of A to Z Sports yesterday. Uh, so a lot of you guys have seen this, but let's watch it all together and we'll ask you guys how healthy does Julio Jones look in practice on a scale of 1 to 10. But first, here is that video. All right, so there it was. There was a few clips of Julio at practice yesterday. How healthy does he look? So how healthy does Julio Jones look in those practice videos on a scale of 1 through 10? Now, I don't think a 10 is even possible at this point, but on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, how healthy does Julio Jones look? Uh, but first, uh, before we get to more of your comments, and we'll play that video Again, throughout the show, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways Renters Warehouse can help you and your family out. Uh, and that goes uh, as, as well as uh, creating extra cash flow for you and your family. Also, long-term equity, long-term wealth equals retirement plan ready for Renters Warehouse. So jump in the rent estate world and let Renters Warehouse do all of the work for you, and you just get the money and the equity at RentersWarehouse.com. BetMGM, download the app today. They power our morning show, and I I, I gave you guys, you talk about, oh, we, we always talk about your bets. I gave you a bet, Kirk Cousins' uh, passing attempts for tonight, Thursday night football. Steelers-Vikings, I'm going to be watching this game because – what are the Steelers going to do? The Steelers are kind of that's the snake in the grass in the AFC because of Ben Roethlisberger. The Titans still got to play the Steelers in Pittsburgh later in the season. For our BetMGM folks, if you download the app and you're a new user, use the promo code ATOZ200. A $10 money line wager wins you $200 if either team scores a touchdown. Kirk Cousins, uh, excuse me, Justin Jefferson, and I'll talk about my fantasy team a little bit more. I got him. Justin Jefferson tonight may score a touchdown, may put money in your pocket with BetMGM. All right, all right, there you go. So, uh, Zach, let's talk about this. There's so many comments here. Uh, so we asked the question, one through ten, how healthy did Julio Jones look in those Titans practice videos? We'll play him again 
here in a few minutes, but I'm trying to scroll to the top of these of these comments. But man, uh, look, Jarrell says looks fine, just a little rusty. Uh, Marquis says well at an eight. Steven says a seven. Um, let's see, Matthew says a five. Aaron says a six. Kibo five. Chris six. Uh, Demon says going hard, definitely not just going through the motions. Derek says a seven. James says seven and a half. Eric says he still looks like a seven or a, or six or a seven. Drell eight. Brandon eight. Uh, Bobby says he didn't look that crisp. Uh, Travis with a seven. Brandon with a seven. John Michael Presley with a four. Uh, Prom over there on Twitch with a seven. Donnie says six. I don't think he's going as hard as he can. See, and it's so funny because you see, that's why it, like these are mixed reviews because some people think he looks rusty. Johnny Lee says, oh, dang, that stumble. I thought he injured himself again. And then you get people say that he was going hard. So if Joey says four, that he's still favoring that leg. Uh, and you see that he's got the wrap over on his hamstring. So Zach, I, you know, I'll go the Ricochet Ray says, I watched the videos. He looked good, but he doesn't look explosive. I worry about him full stride at game speed. What do you think? I think I would add comparative. Comparative to what we saw the first time I ever saw Julio Jones in person prior to the hamstring injury. Yeah, he doesn't look the same as that. I'll tell you that. But, and I stand by this. It's hard. We cannot judge Julio Jones after returning from IR uh, over several weeks of playing up and down with his hamstring injury and expect him to be that type of Julio that I saw in May, right? So I, I take that into account. Julio Jones is not 100%, right? And that's kind of why it all comes together. We'll watch the videos again. You can see that he is not 100% because, uh, and I think, uh, let's see, I, I, there's a good comment earlier. Kane comes in from YouTube. And Kane, I, I don't agree with the three number, but I do agree with the, he usually looks more explosive. I think that, you know, they've, Titans fans have seen practice videos. We put them out. We cover the team. I mean, we've been putting them out for months and months and months since he joined the team. They've seen him before. They've seen him live and in person for a few games this season. But let's take a look one more time, and then I will give my answer for my number. All right, sounds good. Here's the Julio practice video from yesterday again. Yo, what do you think? It looks like he has about 65% of his legs underneath him, which is over 50. I think that indicates that he is well enough to come off IR. So my number is 6.5, but I still think there's a lot of tread left that needs to, to kind of be worked in a little bit, right? Like your, your hamstring, and I think the, I mean, the hamstring is so tricky, right? Easily re-injured but also needs use, but also needs rest. But And we learned this through our Doc Talk segments through, through the Bone and Joint Institute, the great sponsor on AZ Sports, which is you the treatment 
is very important with your hamstring if you're going to be stop starting, long strides, cuts, all of those things that wide receivers do. It looks like he's 65%. I don't know if the Titans – I don't know if he's going to play this week. I don't think we know that yet, right? You can no, presume we don't. Because he's he still technically on IR. So I don't even know if he'll be available for the Jags game. That's why I say 65% based on those videos. He looks nowhere close to what I saw the first time I ever saw him in minicamp in May. So if that's my kind of bar, I'm at 65%, 6.5. All right, so somebody asked uh, in the comments, like, do you guys have a video of like what Julio Jones looked like the first time we saw him? And so – uh, you ask and I, I, I try to deliver. So what I've done here is I went back and I got something from the first mini camp that Julio Jones had after the trade in early June. And I edited it down so we can focus on his legs because that's what we're trying to look for. We're trying to focus on his legs. So I'm going to play the videos from yesterday one more time, and then I'll play a short burst from June. So here is yesterday. December 8th, and then we'll go to early June after that. All right, now that was yesterday. Here's June, and this video is insane. So this is just focusing on Julio's legs back in June. So he's obviously... He, oh, God damn. I mean, he is running so violent and powerful in that Yeah, June I mean, he's video. a shell of himself. I, I'm giving the love of the show to Thomas because... I think Thomas says, I mean, he says an opinion, which we value. This is an opinion show. But I think Thomas brings out what the Titans and Julio Jones really need to focus on. Thomas says he's not game ready. I hope they sit him this week and continue to let him practice. I think I kind of resonate more towards Thomas. Game ready. Is he game ready? It's not practice ready. It's not individual drills ready. It is, can you go beat a corner ready in a live game and not have the thought of, oh, no, am I about to re-injure my hamstring and my ass is going to sit down for even more time? So, Thomas, I, I, I love the game-ready statement. That's why you're getting the love of the show. I, I After those two videos, which I'm glad you played, I mean, Damn, I kind of want to even lower mine to 55% to 65%. Violent. It so, was the, look, the 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 May video or June video. Yeah. So if this is 100%. Oh, then what we saw yesterday is about 70%, right? Because, and, and here's the here's the I, I don't positive. even think it's that. It's not 70 <laughs> He, I like, actually, I, I actually didn't think he looked bad yesterday. Like, like uh, when? No, no I don't. I so, agree. I don't think he looked bad. 
Well, because because I saw you know I I I quote tweeted the the one the route where he he kind of tripped. It was the the most important video from yesterday was where he ran the comeback hitch route, right? Because you saw him come off the line. I thought he had a good stride. He looked explosive coming off the line. Now he slipped. He slipped at the top of the route, which I think is he looked rusty yesterday. I don't think he necessarily looked unhealthy yesterday. I think he looked rusty yesterday with maybe his footwork not being as quick as he wanted to be, not being in sync and fluid. And I, but I think the effort was there. Like I think he went hard in practice yesterday to test it. Um, and I think he was just a little bit rusty with how his feet were. Maybe his feet were over, a little heavy or something like that. Now, MB says, I think we're overanalyzing. But, hey, that's what we're here to do. So, I, I think I give him a 7 out of a 10 yesterday in that because we, you know, the June video is like an 11 out of a 10. All right, Austin, do you think he plays on Sunday? Yeah, I do. I do. I think he plays. I think they have to have him. Like, because 70% of Julio Jones is a lot better than 100% of NWI, 100% of Chester Rogers, and 100% of Des Fitz, 150% of Des Fitzpatrick. I don't disagree that they have to have him. I've just, I've become worried about this man, right? He's not reliable that he can be consistently on the football field. Again, because he's dealing with an injury. I, I understand that. But, man, I wouldn't play him. I, I, I think you're probably right that he will play. I think he'll play on a snap, on a pitch count, like they did A.J. Brown early on in the season. But I don't maybe think that they should. I, give him another week just because he's off IR. I know he's practicing, or he's not even off IR, you're right. So, I, But I, your playoff push. So I, I talked about this yesterday. And I, I guess this was, this may be, I, I had so many conversations yesterday, I can't even remember. But <laughs> the Titans have an issue. And the Titans' issue is, is they are banking on flipping a switch. And that usually doesn't work. And their, their switch is Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones returning. I think I sit Julio Jones down and wait another week because he just doesn't look ready. And if that hamstring goes again, you're screwed. You can't put him back on IR. What are you going to do? I mean, I, th this is now a serious conversation yeah. because if he re-injures it, he's out for the year. Well, and and so okay, let's so let's set this let's set the stage. Okay, let's let's have this other conversation because Zach says that he doesn't think that Julio should play against Jacksonville. What do you guys think? So should Julio play against Jacksonville? We'll dive deeper into this, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Just check out the screen, bottom of the right corner. You see that Palisade? Man, it is slick. Full-size SUV with third-row seating. They've got the perfect price for you. Payne Bone and his team, look, we've known Payne for a long time. A great guy, the owner of Wilson County Hyundai. And, look, he can help you get your perfect make and model. It, he really can. He can improve your family's lifestyle with a new vehicle or a pre-owned vehicle. Go to WilsonCountyHyundai.com or make the quick trip down I-40 if you're in Middle Tennessee. I've told you before, and I'll tell you again, prices outside of downtown are better than prices inside downtown. You ever pay for a beer on Broadway? Damn thing's like $7.50. 
a beer out in Wilson County, you probably get that for $350, $4. The same goes for a vehicle. You can get a better price. That's where you need to go, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. The, our morning show is powered every morning by BetMGM. Use our code tonight. to use you New users, excuse me, tonight. Code ATOZ200. And after your first deposit, you put a $10 Moneyline wager on either team. And regardless of that Moneyline bet outcome, you will win $200 in free bets. If either team scores a touchdown, what's going to happen? So download the app. Use code ATOZ200. And $10 Moneyline wager wins you $200 in free bets. When either team scores a touchdown, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling prompt support, call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Should Julio Jones play against the Jags on Sunday? I have my answer. Do you think... Now, I'm not even going to ask that. I'm going to say the Titans should be able to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars without him. That's what I'm saying. So if that is the case, an eight and four team against a two win team that is having their own disruption, which I think we're probably going to talk about this tomorrow about what Trevor Lawrence was saying about James Robinson, because I do think that is important. The Titans should be able to beat the two win Jags without Julio Jones. So my answer is they should not play him. I agree with you that they will. It will be on a pitch count. He won't play 100% of the snaps. I think that's what they're going to do, but I don't think they should. And I will applaud them if they don't play him because I will say it one more time. The Tennessee Titans at 8-4 and four should be able to beat the two-win Jacksonville Jaguars. Period. No more. There's nothing left to say. So the good thing here is the Titans get today at practice on Thursday and Friday's practice to see how Julio responds to what he did yesterday, right? That's that's a big thing is we're talking based off of Wednesday's practice, which I thought him doing what he did was a good thing. You know, sometimes, you know, they would throw Julio out there uh, in training camp and he wouldn't even do what he did yesterday. So I think that's a good thing that he went out there and ran through all those drills at that type of effort. So. I think he should play against the Jags. I think it is a specific role against the Jags. It is not a full-time 60-plus snaps type of game for Julio, but he's. I think you need him. I think you need him to dress out. You need him to go out there on the field and to get back into a rhythm. I'm not expecting him to have six catches for 70 yards or anything like that. I don't, I don't even know if you expect him to have 50 yards, but you need him out there on the field. If you, I'm you the do. Jags, I, I – I, you know what I do? I know Julio's not 100%. I press him. I test Julio, not like the Hall of Fame wide receiver that he is, but I make him move his feet. I get up to the line of scrimmage, and look, he's strong. I mean, he's big. He's talented. I understand that. But you get your corner, and you put hands right in his chest right when the, the ball is snapped, and you make him twitch that hamstring as much as possible. That's kind of what I'm wanting to avoid. That will eventually come. All defenses should do that as Julio enters back into the fold. But, you know, I, I did say should because that is the – I don't want to say will because the Titans have proven and the chat agrees. The Titans should have beaten the Jets and should have beaten the Texans, and they didn't. 
I don't think you can have any more of those type games. And you've played it enough without Julio that you need to learn what your offense is without him. And okay, here's my last thing before we can we'll move on. This is the overall bigger problem with Julio Jones. Ryan Tannehill has really never developed a chemistry with him. No. Like, we're sitting here. It is December 9th, people. He was traded uh, for from, from Atlanta this summer. This summer. And it's December 9th. I mean, people got Christmas trees up. And we're still, and, and this statement is true. Ryan Tannehill does not have a very good chemistry with Julio Jones. It's no, not either of them's fault. It's because they haven't had the time. It's but the it situation. also creates an issue. Yes, sure. Because what happened in August? In August, training camp is supposed to be to get get on page time. Wasn't there? And Julio missed 20 straight days at training camp in August. Tannehill missed 10 that. on COVID. Yeah. And and the the time that Tannehill went out with COVID was when Julio came back. That's the crazy thing. Uh, is that is that they never really got to line up the same time to get good work in to get on the same page. And let's go back to Ryan Tannehill's first year with the Titans. Ryan Tannehill had an immediate connection with A.J. Brown. Why? Is because when Tannehill and A.J. both joined the Titans, they were both backup guys. Tannehill was backing up Mariota. A.J. was a rookie. They were both working with the second team together that summer in 2019. So when both of them ball out as starters in 2019, it was obvious that they had been working together. Same thing with Anthony Ferkser back in that year, right? Had a good year in 2019 because he'd been working with Tannehill. You know who didn't connect with Tannehill immediately in 2019? Corey Davis. And so finally, the next year, he and Corey Davis kind of got on the same page a little bit. And I don't want to dive into anything else, Zach, about that. But but it is true. Where's Corey it, now? He's on I, he's on my own. Same place as uh, same same place as Julio Jones and AJ Brown on injured reserve. So, but with Corey Davis, uh, uh, well, yeah, but he ain't coming back. Well, okay, because he had <laughs> huge difference. But again, again, stop. That's not the point here. Is that it took it took time for Tannehill to get on the same page with Corey Davis, like it's taking time for Ryan Tannehill to get on the same page with Julio Jones because of the lack of practice time. They hadn't even been opening the book. <laughs> what are you talking about pages? Uh, Julio's been on the bookshelf. <laughs> there's, they're not talking about pages. That's no, I, the issue. I, I, I mean, I agree. Yes, like you so see, you agree with what I'm saying. And 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 Louis brings up. I think this is a good point. We talked about earlier the and and this is Aaron Rodgers' word, uh, and I'm not talking about immunization. It is R E L A X. I agree with Louis. There's no more time to relax. You don't have the luxury of. Losing to the Jets and it being okay, or losing to the Texans and it being okay. This is December football, and every football player and every football coach and every analyst that knows about and fan in the NFL knows where you make your money and where you put yourself in the best spot to win a Super Bowl is in December. Notoriously, good head coaches win December football games, good quarterbacks win December football games. Can you do that? Or are you going to come up short? So there's no time of playing around. I stand by. The Titans should be able to beat the Jags without Julio Jones. They need to go out there and prove it and buy him another week. But they can't afford to lose it. That's on them, though. That's a yeah. that's a that's a variable Tannehill players 
uh, tight end problem that they can't get any production from the three tight ends. They can't get any production from their wide receivers. They're, they're running backs, make mistakes and fumble the football. That is my, you got to be better because the Jags are not good. They are better than when they played them before, but they're not good. They got problems. We talked about urban Meyer yesterday. They, they, they got interior problems, which is worse. And they got a rookie quarterback that looks Trevor Lawrence looks frustrated, right? And he's probably frustrated because he's not used to losing and he's losing a lot, but I think he's frustrated with the team. The Titans need to take advantage of that. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has lost more games this year than the, his previous seven years combined. Three year, three years of college, four years of high school, you know, 10 losses this year. And so here's the, here's the other thing. The Colts are breathing down your neck. The Colts. Oh, oh yeah. And, and, and if you lose this game, now the door is wide open for the Colts to come in and steal the division. And AFC. Again, I told you at the beginning of the show, pay attention to the AFC because that is your tie break over Baltimore. You don't get the opportunity to play the Ravens. And the Ravens, look, Titans-Ravens is a rivalry. We've seen it the last couple of years. Uh, two forms of will, good comments. Skill will, our tight end group is a joke. Uh, I've already given out the love of the show, but you are correct. Skill will another form of will old Wilbur on, on YouTube. What about golden Tate? Austin, we brought this up before and I, I've seen a ton of comments about golden Tate. What's the deal on him? Can he give you anything? Uh, I mean, Mike Vrabel said uh, earlier in the week when he was asked about Golden Tate that he's in the meeting rooms, he's doing everything that he's supposed to do. He's working hard at practice, and you know they'll see what he can do. Like we don't, he's he's on the practice squad. He hasn't been. I'm not elevated. in the press conferences, but th that's one of those responses. Just be like, but can he play? Yeah, right? but can he play? I don't know. And so he's still on the practice squad. He can be elevated later in the week. On again, Saturday is going to be a big day. Because Saturday, you could see Julio Jones activated to the roster from injured reserve. And Saturday, you're trying to watch to see if Golden Tate is elevated uh, from the, the practice squad to the game day, to the roster for game day. Because you got to have more than, than Nick Westbrook-Akine, Cody Hollister, Chester Rogers, and uh, freaking Des Fitzpatrick. you got to have more than that. And Golden Tate, I, I have to assume is more than Cody Hollister and Des Fitzpatrick. Yeah, assume. We don't know. And, and, and Jimmy says they can't afford to keep Julio out of this one. A loss here would give the Colts life they haven't had since the Titans won the second game against them. And I, that's that's my stance. I totally agree. You, I think you can't afford to not have Julio because you can't afford to lose this game. And like the Texans game, you allowed a and, and the Jets game, you allowed a significantly lesser opponent to hang around because you could not finish drives by scoring touchdowns and putting up points. And you can't allow a bad team to have hope and faith that they can win this game. And without Julio Jones, that possibility of the Titans allowing the Jags to hang around into the second half is that much higher. And so I think you've got to have him out there to do something. Again, I'm not expecting him to go ball out and help the Titans win the game, but he's got to be out there to at least be some type of presence that they haven't had since, really, A.J. left the uh, Texans game pretty early. That Texans game, man, uh, could destroy the season. 
Yes. That Texas loss, the, the loss at home and the down downpour coming from behind, four pick game, worst worst game in Tannehill's Titans career, that could ruin the season because of what Jimmy said about the Colts surging. It's an AFC loss, it's a divisional loss. It just it derailed the whole thing. The Titans should have lost to the Patriots. The Patriots are playing ungodly. There was no way they were going to go into New England with the group that they had and won. But they should be eight and three and atop the AFC nine still. And three. Or nine and three, excuse me. You're right. They should be nine and three atop the AFC. Well, they would no still be second. They would still be second. Why? Aren't the aren't the oh the Patriots are nine and four? Right? Yeah. They, okay, that's that, yeah, the only reason. You muted yourself. <laughs> All right, you're back. But yeah, my bad. I was thinking the Patriots were also nine and three, but they're nine and four. That's right. Because they're on the bye this week. So yeah, you're right. Um, and so, you know, another comment that I wanted to see, Andrew says Titans pun their first drive three and out. Yeah, they, here's another thing. The Titans have played 12 games. They've had 12 opening drives. They've gone three and out on five of them, and they've punted eight times on their opening drives this season. So not good whatsoever. I mean, again, I'm doubling down from what I said earlier this week. This is the most intriguing Titans-Jags game since Mariota broke his ankle. No, no, no. The the one after that, it was week the Week 17 game where the Titans had to beat the Jags in Nashville to get to the playoffs, and that was the same year that the Jags went to the AFC Championship game. Fair. 15 to 10, Barry Church died that day. Yeah, rest in peace. Barry Church was buried under the the field at Nissan Stadium. Yep, that's right. Shane, 41-10 statement win against the Pitiful Jags. We've got our first score prediction of the season. <laughs> Shane coming in with the flamethrower. That, that, that cues us to move forward. Yes, absolutely. All right, we will have uh, a lot more coverage with our Titans pregame show live from the mainstay uh, coming up on Sunday morning where we'll get all of your score predictions and my score prediction as well. That has typically been wrong. That was uh, a, it, that was a cold wintry game oh, yeah. against Freezing. Jacksonville. Yeah. Freezing. No doubt. No doubt. All right, Zach, Zach Cunningham got waived by the Texans yesterday and it's kind of a complicated situation. So we're going to uh, reveal the possibility of the Titans landing uh, waived linebacker Zach Cunningham. But real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room, and that's by uh, full-body electronic muscle stimulation. So you simply go to mandu.com. Your first workout is free. And so what they're doing here is they're helping you out, build functional strength, build muscle mass, target hard-to-burn body fat, and help you save your old injured joints of the past and still work out like you used to without putting the stress on your joints like you used to. Mandu.com. Again, your first workout's free, and if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, they'll take 100 bucks off your first month when you sign up at Mandu.com. A to Z Sports, BetMGM. Download that app, and BetMGM is the sponsor this weekend. We'll be live here from the mainstay. Come hang out with us. Talk about Jags and Titans. Come chill and hang out with us. You got two-for-one Mill Creek beer. You can't beat that. That is all game day at the mainstay. You can pregame, walk across the street to the game. If you're going to the Jags-Titans matchup, if you're not, you're just chilling, watch football with us. We got a uh, a good little setup there. They got TVs galore. They got Sunday ticket. 
They got beer. They got wings. Sounds like a damn good Sunday. Sounds like that's where you need to be uh, here in a couple of days. All right, so let's reveal the uh, possibility of the Titans landing linebacker Zach Cunningham after the Texans waived him yesterday. So this is a it's somewhat of a complicated situation. So after the trade deadline, which is November 2nd this past year, after the trade deadline, um, you uh, have every player that is waived uh, has or every player that is released goes through the waiver wire. Before the trade deadline, a veteran like Zach Cunningham would just be a free agent. But after the trade deadline, he has to go through the waiver wire, which he will be available for pickup on the waiver wire today. Now, here's the situation with Zach Cunningham. The Texans signed him to a massive freaking contract before the 2020 season, but they restructured that massive freaking contract before this season. And so any team that claims Zach Cunningham is only due about 200 or only cost him like 270K on the cap. So super cheap cap hit for Zach Cunningham the rest of the season. The Texans are eating a lot of money. And next year, in 2022, there are no guarantees on his contract except for injury guarantee. So that makes him a lot more likely to be picked up on the waiver wire because a team isn't having to swallow a bunch of cash to sign or to pick up Zach Cunningham mid-year and next year is not guaranteed unless injury. And so, honestly, Zach, it's going to be tough for the Titans to land Zach Cunningham off the waiver wire. Yeah, they're just, I mean, the, the record is too good, right? It doesn't put them in primo position to get better players. And, you know, I, I do think you have to take into consideration the reason why he is on the waiver wire. And that is there was some disruption between Zach Cunningham and the Texans organization. Now, you know, I look at it as the Texans organization is one of the worst run organizations in football. And look, that's a revolving door. Uh, years ago, it used to be the Cleveland Browns, worst run organization in football. Uh, before that, Matt Millen and the Detroit Lions, worst run organization in football. The Jags at a point, worst run organization in football. So I don't know the ins and outs. I do know he was... Uh, I guess uh, suspended or sat down because he was late to a COVID test or something of that nature over the last couple of weeks. And then it got to a boiling point and he no longer was on the team. He is a really good football player though. Uh, and he's always been a really good football player. Austin, you and I remember uh, him at Vanderbilt covering him. Yeah. We went, that was back in the day when we used to go to Vandy press conferences. We won't get into that, but <laughs> during that time, I remember how astute, how confident, and how he used to fly to the football. Here's the the thing. The Titans, out of many of their issues, they have linebacking issues. Rashawn Evans, good that he's now practicing, right? But Rashawn Evans, I think we've seen his ceiling for the Titans. Jayon Brown, missing tackles. He's not playing like he did last year when he was leading the team right before he dislocated his elbow. And David Long Jr. is still hurt he can help i just don't think as you said i don't think they can get him yeah so um he, tyshawn is going the more positive route he says he heard that he has a 10 million dollar injury clause that's why he'll make it past the waiver wire that's for 2022 
So that that's where, but it's not guaranteed. There's zero. But that's guaranteed- the risk. I think that's what Tayshawn's saying. Right, is right. The teams won't want to take that ten million dollar risk. But it's only for injury. It's not guaranteed. Other than that, which is well, fo- football. Look at the Titans roster. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but it's better than having a ten dollars guaranteed million or ten million guaranteed next year, regardless. Fair. I, yes. You know what I'm saying? But but it's still and a it's massive only two hundred seventy k cap hit this year too. So it's really not that much for a guy who led the league in tackles last year. And we know is a good player. He's a really good player. And somebody and commented ties to Nashville, you know? Yes. I mean, and somebody commented that he w- was trying to get cut from the Texans. I think a lot of people are pissed off at the Houston Texans franchise for what the dumpster fire that they are over the last couple of years. And Deshaun Watson just making $40 million doing nothing. Yeah. And, and man, and thank I mean, you, Jimmy. That any team could cut him in the offseason, and the ten million is irrelevant. That's the point. Thank you for putting that better. Is that it's for injury only? If, if he doesn't sign, get hurt, if you sign him this year for just two hundred and seventy on the cap for the rest of the season, and he doesn't get hurt for the last four or five games or in the playoffs, then you can cut him and you cost nothing. It's a massive risk. Not that massive. A You're still getting a dollar injury, Cunningham. Zach. You're getting Zach Cunningham for a playoff push and a potential playoff uh, rush. If he, look, football happens. If he tears his ACL or has a gruesome injury, that's terrible. You can't operate like that. You can't operate like that. You can at this point of the season. Yes, you can. You absolutely look. I bet you. I bet you half the league's going to operate like that, Austin. Don't tell me you can't operate like that. That's why he's going to be. He's not going to get picked up by the Jags. They're going to. Teams are going to pass because of that. You can't. You. They will operate like that. If he goes down and it's a ten million dollar, you are now. You're you're mortgaging your future based on a very short stint of games because of a clause. So I, I I can't get on board with that saying. I don't know it's if the Titans as, will will grab that risk, but it's a risk. And Chris says the Titans are in a win now situation. They're in a win now situation with a lot of their linebackers hurt. David Long didn't practice yesterday. Monty Rice is on IR. Rashawn Evans just returned to practice yesterday after missing. He had Rashawn Evans hadn't played since the Bills game. Like it's been a while since we've seen Rashawn Evans. And now you're going to have to roll out there with like Dylan Cole and uh, Tuzar Skipper, who's an outside guy. But you know you don't have any, you don't have bodies anymore. Like, and, and plus there's an opportunity to get one of the better inside linebackers in the league. If the Titans, if he falls the Titans on the waiver wire, they got to do it. I mean, this is going to be an interesting couple of days. As you said, Saturday is like D-Day for the Titans because they're going to find out a lot, right, about Golden Tate and Julio Jones. The waivers, when will we find out about that? Today at 3 o'clock, I, I think. And the Titans are in. The Titans are around 27th in the waiver wire. you got a lot, a lot of teams pass up on them. And a lot of teams that could use the extra body who are fighting for wild card spots. And here's another. Josh says, if he gets to the Titans, Mike Vrabel will not let him get away. Believe that. Because we all know how much Mike Vrabel likes his former Texans. That's true. And Zach Cunningham was a second-round pick when Vrabel was there. All right, two questions. Okay. Uh, do you think that he will get to the Titans? No. I think, he he'll does, be, I think he'll be waived or uh, claimed off waivers before the Titans. Do you think if he does get to the Titans by some miraculous slip, they will pick him up? 
I mean, I can say yes and not be burned. So yeah. I I don't I don't think so. I I, I, I don't I think, think you're right. going to get to the Titans. So what? Like well, so, so it's a two part question. Yeah, you right. answered. So it, I can easily say yes that I think the Titans will pick him up because what do we know? Buck talked about this uh, earlier in the week on primetime. The Titans have worked out inside linebackers this week. They're in the market. They're in the market for inside linebackers. And apparently Will Compton was one of those they were interested in bringing back, but the Raiders gave him a better deal. And so now the Titans are in the market for that position. And one of the better players at that position is now available in the waiver wire. If he falls to you, you have to go get it. It's going to be like 2029. And Compton in December is going to be tweeting out a new uniform saying, I'm back, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's, I can't hate on him. Obviously, like he's a public figure because of what he does. But I do think it's funny. He comes in there and, you know, he's just, he's the ultimate. He's like Avery Williamson, but like public. <laughs> he's public Avery Williamson. Yeah. Uh, so Roy says the Titans have plenty of linebackers. Okay, Roy, name them. <laughs> name the healthy linebackers, Roy, that the Titans currently have. I, I Let's go through that exercise, Roy Powers. Use your powers to name all the plenty of linebackers the Titans have available because they're not available. They're not there. You had Jalen Brown, Rashawn Evans, and Dylan Cole. Congratulations. And Rashawn hasn't played in over a month. Is his ankle? Uh, let me pull it up. I had I had the injury report pulled up. Rashawn Evans was ankle. Yeah, full participant yesterday with an ankle. He has not played. He missed Chiefs. Uh, he missed Colts. It sounds Rams, like a high ankle Saints, sprain. Texans, Patriots. It sounds like Six a high games. ankle sprain. That's what happened. Six games. Oh, oh, Roy was talking about for the playoffs. Okay. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, get there Roy, first. but Roy is thinking just like the Titans have been thinking all year. It's just make it to the playoffs, make it to the playoffs, make it to the playoffs. That philosophy is not going to win you a Super Bowl. No, They'll lose. Uh, and, and, and I've said, that's why I, and I say it, I've said this all season. If the Titans get the number one seed, I believe they will go to the Super Bowl because I think that they will have proven that they can win games and then get a lot of their guys back. But if the Titans are going to have to go on the road and play their, you know, us against the world football, I don't think that they're going to be ready for it this season because of the lack of play between you don't have tight ends that are consistent. A.J. Brown will be coming off of injury. Julio Jones will be coming off of injury. injury. You're, you know, the other backup wide receivers have had some better time. And then Derrick Henry coming off of injury. There's just too much skeptic. You can need that extra week for King Henry. I, I just don't know if this game is going to work. They need to start putting it together now and win yeah. four out of the next five games. That's what they need to do. Yeah, and, and thank you to several of you guys uh, for correcting me. Rashawn Evans did play against the Chiefs because he had the interception off the deflection. So he's missed five games. And the weird thing about Rashawn Evans, he's missed five games, then the bye week. So that's six weeks. David Long got hurt at the end of the Rams game. So he's now missed Saints, uh, uh, Texans, Patriots, plus a bye week. And they didn't put either of those guys on IR. So they 
operated like they thought they'd have him back before now because they've both now missed the, the three games, which is the minimum for IR. So I, I do find that fascinating. So we'll have to see how that looks. But yeah, Rashawn Evans back at practice yesterday uh, is a good sign. It is worth noting uh, that Jayon Brown was also a full participant with a quad. So it's good to have at least two of your capable starting linebackers, uh, full participants to start this week. Uh, and you'll have to see Monty Rice is out uh, until the Dolphins game. Um, so we'll see how that goes. A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Anything else to add, Zach? No, I'm just doubling down on Pauly D saying, uh, you know, for, if they win four out of the next five and that one loss is the 49ers, they'll get the number one seed, in my opinion. Because uh, I think that the Patriots will slip up. Um, Twice? I, I They have the possibility to. I don't know, man. Patriots are what nine and four. And four they have, games. They have Colts and Bills, Dolphins and uh, Dolphins are the last game for the Patriots. I forget who they have before that. Let's see. They their next. Oh, they have four games. Uh, they have the Jags. Yeah. So they'll, so they'll at least win the Jags game. The Dolphins could be a desperate team in the last week of the season that's got to have a game right in Miami yeah so I mean the the Patriots have three games where I could see them dropping they're not going to drop all three god that one play by the the Bills at the end of Monday Night Football really impacted the Tennessee Titans yeah yeah because the Patriots have to lose two yeah I kind of retract my statement yeah you Uh, go they win four out of five. They they're not going to win all five. I highly doubt it. All right, it is Z Sports here live uh, and live uh, on this Thursday. Titans Thursday also means Magic Bucket Thursday. Zach hasn't done the Magic Bucket in I don't know how long. Like I don't know if Rashawn Evans has played re- more recently. Is that a high ankle sprain? <laughs> yeah, maybe so. I don't know. But the Magic Bucket is back. But first, let me tell you guys about the. Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And happy uh, to announce that they have opened their Brentwood Clinic. So now they've got the Brentwood Clinic, the Nolansville Clinic, and the main campus right there in Franklin uh, that's very accessible off I-65 and Murfreesboro Road, boneandjointtn.org. Again, whenever injury happens to you in life, Know who to trust. Know who to go to. There are dozens of doctors specialized in any joint injury you could possibly have. So hit them up at boneandjointtn.org. BetMGM, they power us. They power you. Download the app today. They are the king of the sports book. Tonight, you got Thursday Night Football. Vikings Steelers. New users. Use the promo code ATOZ200. $10 money line wager wins you $200 if either team scores a touchdown tonight. Man. That I'm looking forward to that game. A weird game. Steelers, they, Titans fans need the Steelers to lose. The Vikings coming off of a Lions loss. Ugh, that's rough. Time to do one thing, and that's get to Thursday's special end of show topic. All right, here we go. Magic bucket time. Um, Zach, the sticker, the stickers have just been so lost just because I think we need to reset on stickers just because of what the last like five or six weeks has been for the magic bucket, unless you want to add a sticker. Well, whose turn is it? Is it mine or yours? Nobody. I, I have no idea because you haven't done a magic bucket in forever. It's like 
it's lost. It's the, the sticker organization is lost. So we can have a reset for the sticker and starting next week, we can go back with the stickers. If you're fine with that. Do you have a sticker? I don't have one available with me right now just because we haven't done <laughs> Zach, we haven't I, done stickers in, in a month and a half because you I, haven't done them. But I have a sticker in, in if, reach. That's the problem. So you don't if, have a sticker. I understand why you're not trying to do the sticker. Is because you yeah, don't have a sticker. I don't have I, I don't have one with me. My computer bag is in the other room. I, again, I, I so again, have- you've missed like seven magic buckets. If you want to add a sticker to make up for some ones that you've missed. Then that's fine. Well, I will no, have a sticker next I, week. Doesn't I don't have a sticker, right? I mean, that's how it's always worked. Obviously, but again, I'm not going to use five stickers in a row and I use think, up all my. Look, I, I think we need to to odds and no. evens this thing to see who goes who stickers. No, 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 no. It's either no sticker and we start stickers next week, or if you can add a sticker and I'll do a sticker next week. You add a sticker next week. Yes, I'm fine with that. I have a sticker. It's just not in reach. For me to, well, you I have 30 seconds to go grab it. I can't get out of where I'm sitting. Oh, you now. can. I know your setup. You perfectly can. You don't know you my setup. 30 seconds seen, to do it. You don't know my setup. You I, can I'm, get out. Be quiet. You, so you, there's no way to 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 move. That's I would have to unplug. BS. I would have to You're unplug lying. two things. No. Okay. So I will do a sticker next week because we haven't done a sticker in forever because you haven't done a magic bucket. But in like don't five say that you can't get out of your area. I, it's very difficult to get out that of that you can get out of your area. Okay. And, and I agree with Jerome. Stopping a poop head. Like you haven't done the magic bucket in five or six weeks. I haven't been it. Right. I know oh, that. You will so start your magic bucket sticker next week. That's fine. That's what that's what I tried to say four week four minutes ago. Because you don't have a sticker right now. I get I, I just I I'd I inquire why. Oh, Jesus. And maybe right, so, maybe Brandon's right. Is it maybe because you're not wearing any pants? I'm actually wearing very comfortable, like, jogger sweats. They're great. I wear these all the time. Can't wait to get more pair at Christmas, hopefully. Knock on wood. All right, so is this for you? I haven't, does, read, I haven't, I haven't read it yet. This is for Zach. Ooh. I'm not going to be here tomorrow, so I'm going to have to miss it. But uh, you have to wear eyeshadow on tomorrow's show. <laughs> so you got to do your best Derek Carr. Slipknot, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's actually pretty funny. So eyeshadow on tomorrow's show. All right. Let's see if I can. It's one of those like last second. No, no, that needs to be for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I pulled the, uh, the the oldie but a goodie. Name blank amount of blank in 15 seconds. So you can come up with the topic. Name as many somethings in 15 seconds. Are you ready? I mean, yeah. So here's how it goes. You say it once, you say it again, and after the second time, you start the clock. Name as many reality TV shows as you can. As many reality TV shows as you can. Go. Real Housewives Beverly Hills. Real Housewives Orange County. Real Housewives New Jersey. Real Housewives Atlanta. Real Housewives Dallas. Uh, Survivor. Uh, longest uh, or the t- toughest catch. Um, 
I liked your strategy and then the, to the toughest catch. The most dangerous. I was trying to do spinoff. It's a new spinoff series instead of the deadliest catch. The deadliest catch. I was trying to. What the hell is the uh, uh, the amazing race? God dang it! That's uh, that's what I I was trying to think of the amazing race, but I got stuck. (laughs) And oh yeah, Billy, thanks. I missed the Potomac. (laughs) I almost got because that that uh, we we discuss this. That is the worst of them all. And I watch some of them. I, I've I never, do, and I have. I've never seen the Potomac. Alex says oh, someone brutal. watches Real Housewives. I mean, yeah, I I I watch Beverly Hills sometimes. Um, Every guy has watched at least a portion of the Real Housewives of some region. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I also, but I also knew I could rattle off like five or six. Oh no, I thought it was a, a well done strategy. How many did I get? Uh, you got six or seven. Seven. I think I got seven. Okay, I'll take that. Look, but I couldn't no... give you credit. I couldn't give you credit for the toughest catch. The toughest catch. What'd you? Oh, you said Survivor. Survivor. I knew that was going to be tough on you. Again, I, that's why I thought it was a good. That was good. Uh, I could have gone with the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, the Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> I could have gone with a bunch of those things. There's that's three good ones. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I mean, exactly. If you know what the housewives are, it means you usually have a wife or significant other, which I do. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, it's and I've actually never seen Survivor. Rock of Love. Mark brings up some <laughs> the challenge. These are some good ones. Yeah, I, I don't watch a lot of TV. No road rules. I mean, there's a lot of really good ones that you guys are. Uh, uh, or, or, or naming. So anyway, all right, well, that's a good, uh, good Thursday show. So I got seven in 15 seconds. Not my best job, but you know, I got a passing job and, uh, well, and two- you wasted like four, maybe three and a half seconds that you could have stacked up. Well, Luke has the record. Uh, you were gone one time and Luke got, I think my previous record was 15 a couple, to we, 15 seconds. I think, we, yeah, there's been some 13s and 14s. Luke got 16 and his more. Six, yeah. What was Luke the topic? Got, uh, media mem- uh, Titans media members. And oh, he, that's good. He railed. Uh, I, I, that's what I came up with. And he rattled them off. Boom, 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 boom. Like didn't even stop to think. Well, he's around six, them every day. He probably just went through how they sit at press conferences. Maybe so. But 16 is the record by Luke. I wonder who are the top, the first five that he that he mentioned because those are the, probably his favorite ones. I can't remember. I don't think he said Buck, which was kind of funny. That is funny, <laughs> probably because he doesn't see Buck at practice, right? All right, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Uh, Buck Rising. Speaking of him, will be live tonight for A to Z Sports Prime Time. So we'll see what comes out of the uh, Thursday Titans practice when it comes to uh, Julio Jones and these other injuries. Uh, guys coming back off the injury report as well. So thanks for watching, guys. Have a great rest of your Thursday. See you later on. Have a good one. Thanks. Adios.